I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Yo, 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 we're back. Okay, we are here with Ren and the uh, pregnancy retrospective. Everybody, you should be careful here. It may be a Lewis Black style rant. Um, it's it's a thing. She's she was pregnant for ten months. I know you guys think, oh, it's nine months. Well, forty weeks by my count is ten months, and it's kind of both and neither. Yeah, because it's 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 forty weeks. So like, if every month was exactly four, four weeks, weeks, it would be ten months. Well, and most of them are. There are some that are a little longer, but I mean. Really, 40 weeks is 10 months. Stop underplaying yeah. this. It's a big deal. She grew a human being. Yes. And he's beautiful. You're beautiful. Everything's wonderful. Everybody's healthy, which is the best thing. Everybody was fine. We're all great. Yes. Heavenly Dragon has made his appearance. Yeah. And now, Rin, <laughs> since Mitch and I are going to say very little during this thing, um, that's why I'm introducing her pregnancy retrospective. <laughs> it's funny how we can just take over someone else's pregnancy. <laughs> I'll never be that. So this is my moment to just Well, and know. before we even get started, let me just say that I am now like more pro-choice than I've ever been. Interesting. And more um like not only am I like, oh, it's really cool that Mitch and Katrina have decided they don't want kids. No, no, I I celebrate you. <laughs> I celebrate you and your choices. I mean, I'm going to say you wanted this. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is, if this isn't something I have known, I wanted to be a mommy since I was little. Yeah, and if this isn't something that you know you want, you should let's think just about not. it. I, I mean, let's not. It's not as easy as some people make it seem. I think that you know, before we go off on this thing, you know, some people make it easy. Like Kelly, she makes momming look like. I mean, that's like her. I mean, her job, and she's excelling. Well, but she's I'll tell just you, looks so na- it looks yeah. so natural and easy. So I could see. I mean, your best friend is like this amazing mother who it comes so naturally to her. Yeah. Well, and of course, she's probably you know, she's in addition to my time. own mother and my aunts, she's probably you know one of the primary people I go to for advice about this stuff. Absolutely. And I think she makes it look easy. I don't think that, that means it is easy. Absolutely in, not. In fact, I can tell you that it's not. You right. know. And she, but she does, and then you're like, oh man, this isn't as easy as I thought, or as some people make it, and then it's like all this. It also doesn't stress. all come as naturally. I won't lie. Yeah. As the person who's over here, I'm like, mm, I mean, you wanted it. Who? who Why did you think it was easy? Right. Like right. sometimes, sometimes I'm like, you know, kind of quit complaining. This is something you really wanted, or you really tried for, and now you're. Yeah, like just, and it's yeah. not necessarily right. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that that's kind of sometimes my my reaction is like, yeah, I just want you to stop bitching because this is this is something you actively yeah. worked for. Well, let me. So before we get into any yeah. of, and this is this will apply to the next episode too, the postpartum one. Um, I think part of the reason that that's so pervasive because that is a thing. I know lots yeah. of people who feel that way. They're yeah. like, you wanted this, shut up, please. Yeah. I think that in our society, we have this thing where we glorify pregnancy and motherhood and we make it like this thing, like you're floating around on a pink cloud of petals and women are these like beautiful life givers <laughs> and it's amazing. And, you are. And also, um, we like treat it with this like sitcom mm. stuff when we talk about that. And But all of the real bad stuff, we just put in the closet and don't talk about it. It's like everything. We don't ever talk about yeah. and until I th- we're... Bitching on Facebook. And I think if we were just more real about it, yeah. 
maybe people wouldn't resent it. <laughs> maybe you wouldn't feel yeah. that way as much is, is if it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing the most important thing in the world, right? Because right? if if we weren't acting like that, then maybe you'd be a little more well, that's willing the, to listen to me complain if it wasn't well, like, that's right. I'm a goddess and you aren't. You know, right? That's exactly it. And we've talked about that whole thing. And it is kind of that. Yeah. It is kind of like, well, maybe I'm... In, in in my opinion, I'm doing the most important thing in the world because I'm not overpopulating an already overpopulated Earth, right? And so, aren't you glad Heavenly Dragon's here, though? I mean, if you were going to add someone, love him so much. <laughs> and once again, I love babies. I think they're all yeah. they're a miracle. But you know, it is like this thing, and it's like I'm better than you because I'm a mom somehow, right? And uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing God's work or whatever. And it's like, man, you know, some of us really don't feel that way, right? So. Move on with it. Well, you know? to be honest with you, I kind of had a baby despite the fact that there's all this overpopulation. <laughs> I was like, do we really need one more middle class male white, white person? <laughs> I don't think so, but here I'm we come. do it anyway. Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. He's perfection. Yeah, he is. He's still freaking cute. Um, I'd show you all his picture, but his daddy won't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, and that's fine. It, we live in a weird society. So. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I just think like there's so much of the shaminess and insecurity that I think pregnant, and like, once again, I can't speak for all pregnant women. So right. Or all might, women who've had babies, right? And, and some women really like being pregnant. I did not enjoy it. And yeah, um, my I, mom, we've talked about it before. My mom had great pregnancies. Right. It was like nothing. She should have had 10 kids. Right. I mean, she should have. She had easy, no problem pregnancies. And mine wasn't that bad, but no. it was still like. I was uncomfortable for, for most of it. Uh, well, for like ten months, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to be uncomfortable for ten months? I don't right? want to be uncomfortable for ten minutes. <laughs> right. That's why I'm wearing stretchy pants right, right. now and right. a t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I think that maybe if once again, um, if we just treat people like people and not like, however the hell it is we're we're viewing these people, like well, it would just be. Like we could just, it could just all be nicer. Like it's, we could just all cohabitate on this planet well, a little it's more kind peacefully. Of the, it's how we've said on, fa- you know, Facebook. It's like everything is either over exaggerated in the positive or over exaggerated in the negative. Yeah, and we live in this like not fact based kind of thing, and so we always want to either make it horrific or make it a miracle. Some things just are somewhere in between. A right. lot of things are somewhere in between. Yeah. Pregnancy is a miracle. It's a miracle. You you literally give birth to a human being. It, it's a miracle. I've been in the delivery room. It's it's one of the top moments of my entire life. It's insane. But it's, yeah. It's also it's messy, right? And it's yeah. And you feel like crap and you look like crap and you all these things and but n- neither's the extremes are not necessary or, you know, yeah, well, and I will, so, and this, once again, this will apply in the postpartum episode also, but this is, like, an experience, this experience for me has been the most full of contradictions that I've ever, so, like, yes, it is, it's a miracle, and there are times when I was pregnant that I would just sit there, and there's times now when I look at his face, and, like, I kind of don't believe that he grew inside me. He definitely right. did. Yep. Um, he had, and he's definitely the one who did. Like he had a little alarm on his ankle that he peed on and set off at the hospital. <laughs> like he's the one for sure. But, <laughs> oh. but <laughs> could be Shane's kid there. Yes, yeah, my boo boo. Um, but so it it does feel like this miracle and this crazy thing that happened. Also, lots of people have kids every day. So it's kind of all over the planet, yeah. It's and it's, all and all kinds of horrific <laughs> sets of circumstances. Yeah, I mean, it's also not that special. 
I mean, it's a miracle that happens like, like every it few minutes. Right, that's right. And that has been done for centuries. <laughs> right. Right. It's not a new revelation. Um, yeah. And so it's like this celebrated thing, but it's also something that has all this like weird stigma. Because even like, you know, people are like, oh, well, she's getting pregnant, so she doesn't have to work anymore. Uh, like, you know what I mean? There's all right, this And that's like, also not true at all anymore. Right. It's not been true at least since 1980 because my mom went right back to work. I mean. And there's also like, the obvious implication that yes, you're a sex haver. Obviously, not that we all aren't, but there's you're wearing the. I'm not. Of there's it. no proof I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> um, and you're this like you know like this perfect goddess and stuff, but you're also like not going to talk to anybody about the hemorrhoids you're having, right? Like, right. That is pregnancy, or how your you know coochie hurts because the kids like pushing on it, or right. like pre, and then post how your coochie feels after the right. kids come out. Like, I mean, or, you know, whatever. I'm not sleeping because little dude is like, you know, I've got like Chinese water torture happening at night when I have to get up every 10 minutes right. to go pee. Like, well, that's my, pregnancy. My, my friend Suzanne is pregnant right now and she's, you know, the baby's kicking her rib cage. Like, right. and she's like, and when that happens, I feel like someone just punched me. Right. <laughs> right. And I can't breathe. And, you know, she's very slight in stature. Right. And so there's not a whole lot of room for that kid to be, I mean, he's like literally up in her, I mean, he's a... Like pushing on her lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I, I want you all to not look at the screen for a moment. Okay. Mitch, you're going to take part in this too. Welcome to the episode. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks everybody have for ever, having me. Have you ever been pregnant? Yes. Oh. Twice. Ooh, how was oh, it? Oh my God. I don't, it didn't last long. Oh, <laughs> we're sorry for that. <laughs> Okay, we're done. <laughs> right, right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> so, Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, as in all things we're uncomfortable about, we come up with different names for stuff, right? Sure. I'm thinking about uh, we our did a whole, We did a whole episode yeah, on, how we on do things that? like... Right. Why? And, Why? And, oh, gosh. We're going to have a disclaimer in for this one, for sure. I'll just edit it. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm sure they've missed the why. <laughs> Aren't you guys so glad we're back? People, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got a list, and I'd like to see how many you guys can think of. of the, oh, I love lists. The things we use for pregnancy, words we use, or well, phrases. Well, I've been bringing one back that my grandma used to say. It's my favorite in the family way. Um, I got that one. Yeah, so it's that's, interesting. That's right? what my grandma used to say all the time, and it tickles me terribly. So it's very old school. It is so old school and 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 so funny. So I say in the family way, um, "Knocked up." Uh, Excellent film with child. Yep. Pregnant. That's just uh, pregnant. Prego, preg. Oh, prego. I hate that, by the way. That, me too. That, that just drives me crazy. I'm like, no, it's not any cuter. Stop. It, <laughs> why does it bother you? It, it, it just, it's like anything where somebody tries to make something sound cute and it just, it doesn't. I'm like, oh, Lego, you're prego. Huh? Yeah, yeah it's like egos. Like, it's not that. Much different. I'm not particularly offended by it, but I don't. No, I wouldn't, I, I'm, not I'm not offended not gonna say by it. it. I just Pre- think oh, it's silly. Preggers, like, preggers is one I hear a oh, lot. Oh, that's the one. That's prego. Preggers. No, I still don't like it. If, prego like, is a spaghetti sauce. If you're already gonna get that first, like I think preg is like the most offensive of the syllables in the word. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that like from a, a audio 
yeah. an audio yeah. perspective. Yeah. Like not like oh, I'm so, it, that word grosses me out. I don't like a lot of p words, but like preg, like that's the offensive part of that. Seem to say statement, the p u s s y quite a bit though. So yeah, but it's just <laughs> a shock ran. Got it. It's just for okay. that. It's you know, not it's all for the pre- sake of humor. Okay, well that's fine. But <laughs> like. Prego, preggers, I, yeah. I don't know. It just makes me think of eggs instead of And like spaghetti pregnant. sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I don't know if I can think of any more. Well, there's expecting, right? Oh, expecting. Expecting with yeah. child. Why? Uh, that's, that's not no. what. <laughs> um, Soon, uh, mom to be. Mom to be. I didn't have that one. Oh, good uh, job, Mitchie. There's one that's baking related. Oh, in the bun, bun in, the in the oven. oven. Um, that, anymore? Mm. You guys out? Did you eat a watermelon seed? Got a little watermelon growing <laughs> in your belly? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm I'm tapped. So there's it's eat. not it doesn't come up in my daily conversation often. You don't often that's, refer that's to okay women being pregnant. It's no, probably a good idea. I usually actually. run from them if I see them in public. <laughs> Especially if they're saying you run from Mitchell, pregnant? we need to yeah, talk. I, just, I don't want to hear the word preggers. <laughs> it's like I know if I'm around them, somebody's gonna say it. Oh, you look so good, all preggers, and I'm just uh, I don't think I ever used that word. Never. I? I don't I think hope so. not. I don't think, well, no. I, I meant around you. Like, if you did, no, you didn't, because I would have lost hate. respect in this podcast when this would happen. It's not that bad. Uh, there's also eating for two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, up the spout. Nope. I don't. No, I don't what? even get it, and I don't want to get it. It's like a weird. I think it was. No, I, I mean, I get the concept. Like, it doesn't. I don't get it. The itsy bitsy spider went nope. up the water. So spout. you think so? But it actually, it was this it's weird disgusting. British thing having to do with like pawn shops. I kid you not. You should look it up. I don't want it to. It doesn't have to do with a seed being placed up your spout. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I'm out. Um, up the duff. I don't get that one either. What? Uh, let's say, let's like get rid of all the up thes. Like <laughs> anything that starts with up the, I think we could just go we ahead and write that done. off. That like, should never be ever nope. said again. I like up the spout because it's from Juno. That's, that's the Is first that, time I heard oh, it. Oh, I don't remember that from, I yeah. love that movie. It's a, it's a good one. Um, here's two that I had never heard, but they're, I think my favorite. So you remember in, uh, Love Shack when they yell tin roof rusted? Tin roof. Yeah. Rusted. Is that, is that? It means pregnant. What? Yep. I don't get it. And also, here's my favorite one, the Egyptian flu. I hate them all. Do you get why? Nope. Because you're oh, going to be a mummy. You're oh, going to be a I mummy. I puns. <laughs> Doobie's listening, just loving this. That's a long stretch for a pun. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I love it so hard. I wish I'd do. known it. I hate everything. I've got the Egyptian now flu. Now I don't even want to get pregnant. I, like, just, <laughs> thank God I can't. I'm against it. That's all I have to say. Because if someone said I had the Egyptian flu, they'd get killed. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, got a very negative connotation it's got, to it. It's so much. How? Yes, because a mummy is dead. It's a disease. An M-U-M-M-Y is a dead person. It's just a gentle it's pun. It's dumb. It's not gentle. It refers to you death having a disease that will lead to your death. death. I agree. I'm done. I'm out. It does, it's oh. the death of your life. <laughs> I, had, I wasn't really thinking about that. I was thinking more as like adorable Halloweenness, but nope. whatever. <laughs> Have you met Mitch and me? <laughs> well, let me introduce you. No, every time Here's I think Doom of the Egyptian flu, gloom. I'm just filled with thoughts of Halloween fun. Yeah, do, <laughs> just, you know what? That's going to be our new names, Doom and Gloom. Yeah. <laughs> Tag team, back again. Can, I be, can I be Bloom? Oh, God. <laughs> 
Happy neighbor, happy hood. Boy, God help all happy of us. Happy squad, happy pod. <laughs> God, I don't... Why are we doing this again? <laughs> so I'm hoping that when I go through this list, as usual, you guys will interrupt me because uh, uh-huh. it's a long <laughs> list. Um, and I, you know, I really thought this was going to be Lewis Black style, and we see. Yeah, we'll you're see. Much, you're much nicer. Well, we'll I see mean, if I get into it. You, yeah, you talk about always having wanted to be a mom, and so. So here's I here's the problem. Yeah, I wanted to do this before Heavenly Dragon was born, but I and for reasons I'll get into. I was afraid to, um, okay. and and so I think it would have been a better episode though because I would have been like angry Ren, like the Ren who told Mitch to get his microphone in his stupid face, and I miss her, <laughs> and I think that she would have really delivered. And we'll see if she comes back while we're thinking about all these things. But now I'm so sleep deprived that I'm really just kind of tired. <laughs> yeah, and so you're like, I'm too tired to be angry. Yeah. I love that. It takes. It I'm takes never effort. too tired to be angry. It's great. <laughs> Welcome to being me. Yeah. So I did want to talk about lots of things that I didn't expect or that maybe other people... No one talks about? Yes. And so I kind of broke it down into like kind of like emotional, mental, social stuff, and then also physical stuff. Okay. So let's just, let's get started. So um, I kind of expected when I tested for being pregnant, um, Shane and I had been trying for a few months, and so I had some like pregnancy tests on tap. I made the mistake of taking the non-digital one first, so we had to wait a full 24 hours to take the one that just had the word on it. Oh, my gosh. The line was very faint. Um, oh, gosh. And so kind of like when I read the test, it was kind of like, maybe maybe I'm pregnant. I don't know. And so it wasn't all... It was not... A, I always thought I would like burst into crying. tears and feel like I was in a, a ray of gold and sunshine, and that's not what happened at all. Um, it was just kind of like... Yeah, I guess we'll wait 24 hours and we'll see and I'll just act like I'm pregnant now. And <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but one of the biggest things that I didn't expect was I was paralyzed with fear for a lot of my pregnancy about having a miscarriage. Um, okay. This yeah. is something we could have a whole other episode about sure. and should. Um because it's something that happens a lot. A lot. Yes. It's so much more common than people think or talk about. Yeah, and you want to talk about things that people put in a closet and have shame over, like right. This is like a secret woman club, yeah. right? Yeah, that you get inducted into. That like, oh, this is a thing. I yeah. mean, I remember. I mean, I was in my like late twenties when I heard women talking about it for the first time. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, this is a thing that women it's, go it's through. It's kind of why a lot of women wait. To tell people once they're out of kind of what, quote unquote, the danger zone, you know, after yeah. their first trimester, which is the most risky trimester, yeah, will often wait because then you have to go tell all those people back now. And those are hard words to say. You've lost your baby. Yeah. And, and I don't think, nobody wants to ever say that. I don't think, I think I always knew that people waited. I just don't think I had a clear idea of why. Kind of why. Right. You know, and then I, it becomes your fear. And probably, an fear. yeah. And probably I would have if press been able to say, oh yeah, but like, I just knew it was like this thing people kept to themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so that was awful. I hate shaminess, by the way. Yeah. It's, it is poison, basically. Yes, this it is, is. Once again, if we could just talk about it, you know, I We'd mean- We'd eliminate the shame element, which mm-hmm. there's no use for. You didn't, you didn't do anything to cause that. No. Yeah. Um, but it was awful. It was way worse at the beginning. It, like, it did ease off. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it was a paralyzing fear. 
Um, and what that meant was that often people were more excited than I was when I told them. You were more excited than I, I was when I told you. Yeah. And I, I mostly told you because I just, you know, you and I work so closely together and share so much with each other that I just couldn't keep it inside actually sure. at that point. Yeah. Um, and so I had to let you know because I was like, eh, she knows me pretty well. She might be able to tell if my behavior's off mm-hmm. or if I'm being weird about what right. I order at Steamboat. Right. Um, <laughs> which I was. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, but I remember you telling me, you were like, okay, I tell you all the time to control your expectations. Now is the time to be happy and excited. And so yep. that gave me a little permission, but I have to tell you that it was work to be sure. that. For me, it was work early on to be happy and excited well, because, because you're I guarded. was scared. Yeah. yeah. It's guarded. Um, Nothing's definite in this world but death. I mean. Right. <laughs> and no, there was no one who could say, no, no, he's going to be here and here's how much away and everything's going to be fine. Like, that's not. not a thing. That's right. It's not. It's never going to be a thing. Well, I hope I don't want to live if that when that's a thing. Yeah. By the way. Well, okay. and little, I mean, little man was healthy inside me the whole time. Like, he never. Everybody's been fine. Yeah. Everybody's been fine at every turn. Yes. Um, and so, you know, we're really lucky in that regard, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but actually telling people helps me become excited about it. That right. was that was what Good. let me allowed me to like kind of chill out. Um, although telling people is really weird, which is not something that I expected, um, because kind of what you end up when you're in the act of telling people, aside from like you know my parents or close friends or whatever, like telling like coworkers and stuff, you're like there's a person in me, right. I've had sex and there's a person inside of me. <laughs> yep. Confirmation right yeah, here. Right. And so that's not what people are thinking when you tell them, but that's like... It's in the back of your head. It's in it's my head. It's one of those silly kind of irrational things that happens <laughs> to all of us on all kinds of topics. Right. And so, yes, absolutely. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, the idea like, yes, it's like this miracle that this person is like... This little life form is growing inside you, but also like it's kind of weird, and it's kind of like I've got a parasite. And you definitely—that's a parasite. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a lifelong STD. I mean, <laughs> well, and like in our society, you kind of never know what you're going to get when you talk to people about being pregnant. As right. a pregnant person, like it's kind of like Pandora's box, and right. so that's another reason it's weird to tell people is because like you don't know what's going to be coming at you, like. Oh yeah, all the lovely stories and they've whatever. got stories. Mm-hmm. They've got questions. Um, you like maybe they have had a sad situation that you don't know about. Right. That, like I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Um, and to be honest, like so, like all of this is weird, and it was very hard. I am not a secret keeper. Um, so as weird as it was to tell people, like it was also weird for me not to tell people because I like wear my heart on my sleeve, and I don't enjoy secrets at all. Yeah. Uh, so, But it's actually very important for quite a long time to keep that stuff to yourself. Um, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that first time in the studio when I was, like, signaling to you across the room to not use the diffuser? Yes. Because I didn't and want I'm to like, tell Mitch. I'm, I don't understand what's happening Also, right that's not a thing. And you were also like, just, just, just don't use it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe and I was. She's got some kind of weird allergies. I don't know. I, no, I had just seen online where people said that diffusers were bad when you were pregnant, you know. And, and everything also, is bad when you're pregnant. Also, mayonnaise. So I didn't get potato salad that day, which was that's the true that's tragedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big mayonnaise fan, so it's fine for me. But. I'm actually not either, but I love me yeah, some loaded some potato, potato salad. salad. Yeah. Um, so, 
something else that's weird is gender disappointment, which okay, yeah. so I did not experience. Um, but I was so nervous that I would experience. I, so I, my whole <laughs> life, just kind of assumed I would have a girl when I yeah. got, had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert. Did, did not. <laughs> um, but I, I also... This happens with assumptions. <laughs> yeah. I th- Like, I just, I guess in my head, that's what I always imagined. And I didn't go into it thinking, like, I'm going to be heartbroken if I don't. Right. But you didn't know. You just didn't, didn't know. know. And so I tried really hard because I read about gender disappointment to, like, think of things to be excited about either way. And Shane very much wanted a boy. Can we talk about how much some people, especially pregnant people, like, read way too much? Yes, I'm raising my hand. Thank you. I still do this. Like, it's, I, it's, it's too you much. and I had to have like when we talked about expectations, you know. And I said, "This is the time to be excited." I also need you to know that there are women in third world countries who give birth in fields, continue picking their crop, and everything is fine. <laughs> yeah, your kid is already coming into a world of of privilege. You had that talk with Shane too. Everybody's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. I had that talk with Shane. I said, look, I know I'm not pregnant. I know I've never been and I never will be. I need you to understand from a logical perspective and a statistic perspective, everything's fine. If you're spiritual at all, then you know that this is the plan and it will or it will not work. And you just got to kind of let right. all that kind of... And, and you guys... And it's like, oh my God, I've read it and that's it. And now my baby's going to be deformed and not have both legs. And it's like... Mm, well, here's the thing. You have, of, yeah. You've had healthcare your entire life. Um, <laughs> relax. Right. Well, you know, yeah. And things can happen. I'm not saying nothing happen. happens. Well, Babies are born with situations yes. every day, even in our country of opulence. But you just putting that stress is worse than the yeah. chances of your kid actually having a problem. Well, and I, I wonder if this is just my experience or if it was, is more general, but I wonder if waiting until you're a little older. So, like, we're not like a geriatric pregnancy or anything, but like. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not AMA. Mm-hmm. Right, but I'm like 30, I'm 31 now. Um, and so I I was 30 when I got pregnant. I, I wonder if like having lived a little more than if you get pregnant when you're 20. It's worse. I, you know too I've much. I've seen, I, I so, so like A, I've been to grad school, so I know how to research the shit out of something. Right. Um, and unfortunately, helpful. no. It's not helpful. Um, and not always in the right places. Yeah. But also like. I've lived long enough to see that like bad things actually do happen. Yes, and when you're stupid and twenty, and you're just carrying on, right? There is some. Yeah, you know, my grandmother used to say children were for the youth. Right. I mean, she I was can... thirty six years old when my mom yeah. was born, and so yeah. you know she was, and she had raised my mom's cousin. Um, so she had been a mom long before she was thirty six. Right. She, she did raise her when her, her my my just a little quick backstory. My great uncle was in um, World War Two, and his wife died, and they had a baby. And my grandmother raised her while he fought in the war and served out his military career. And so you know she's she becomes a mom at about twenty the first time, and then becomes a biological mom after she's thirty. So, yeah, I think she, she kind of had a little bit of all of it. Yeah, there's an important note, by the way, is that so this episode is about being pregnancy, and that's a thing all on its own. Yep. It's not the only thing that makes you a mom. No. Yeah. But no, we're specifically talking pregnancy. We're not trying to leave anybody out, but Rin just was pregnant, and you know what? She needs to get some shit off her chest. <laughs> so everybody, just, we're not being inclusive on purpose. Yeah. Relax. But, I mean, 
you know, and my dad died in last year. And yeah. so, like, and I know that, like, I've also lived long enough to know that, like, bad things happen to good people. Sometimes more than one bad thing happens to good people. Yep. Um, and, like, you don't get an ex- you don't get exempt from something bad happening to you because something else bad happened to you. Right. And so yeah. I wonder if, like, being older, it, like, makes it a little harder. Like, makes you, maybe you're a little better prepared. That depends on the individual, I'm sure. But, like, it also makes you, like, way more wary and paranoid. It's part of why we didn't. Kind of why part of why we didn't become parents because by the time we got married we were already well yeah. into adulthood, and just and knew better knew what the knew what the repercussions of having a child yeah were well and Shane and I are not the like I mean let's be honest we have like zero chill when it comes to worrying about stuff <laughs> we have no chill <laughs> you have, you have, yeah none of the chill <laughs> we got left out of the chill it's amazing um, and so yeah so there's that. Um, and I mean, that went over for me into everything. Like I remember driving to work one day and going over a speed bump and being horrified that something, I was like, oh God, like what if I just, I'm trying (laughs) (laughs) that's real life. That's real life. That really happened. I know, but I'm so insensitive. I'm sitting here really trying not to laugh. And I know it's like, it's, I'm like, I'm I'm like sad for you and I'm laughing at the same time. So here's the thing. That is crazy. You're crazy. That is crazy. You're, You're crazy people. But when... It feels like the most high stakes thing that's ever happened to you. And sure. also Arguably your hormones are already going crazy. Right. Hormones are terrible. Um, and you're also surrounded by all of these like uh, pain in the ass rules. And opinion givers. And opinion givers. <laughs> and there's like, there's there's no end to the list of things you should not do when you're pregnant. And so many people telling you all the things that you shouldn't do. Because it's right. not just your own research. It's the unwarranted and un, un, unasked for opinions and advice. I mean, actually, the list from the doctor of things not to do was not nearly as long as the list I originally you made, made for myself. Yeah, um, It was a lot. Um, I did not anticipate um, the, like... I actually had some like pre-baby panic, which is similar to what I had when Shane and I got married. Yeah. Um, so actually, when Shane and I got married at the altar, I remember looking at him. At, not it was it was in a restaurant, so there was no actual altar. But like in I mean, the yeah. middle of the ceremony, an altar. I I remember looking at him and thinking, "Am I doing this?" Yeah. I, no, I thought to myself, "I don't." Sorry, you're gonna have to edit this, Mitch. I don't fucking know this person. What the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> So there's a little behind the scenes for everybody who was at the wedding. It's really funny. And then in the moment, and I, I had none of that. And I'm <laughs> such a demon compared to you, which is funny. It is funny because I didn't have anything like that before. And then in the moment, I remember we had actually, because our um, person was ordained online, Carolyn, um, we <laughs> we had actually just had like a, like we had someone marriage at the courthouse so that it would be all legal. And later on, nobody could have any questions or anything. And I was like, yeah, so you're oh. already married when you walk that that line. Well, and really. then in my head, I was like, you're already married to him. It's fine. And then I relaxed entirely. But yeah, because it was that just, was just a ceremony. You you were legally married it already. Had, and, yeah. and 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 in the legal it ceremony, no, in the legal ceremony, it was like beautiful and lovely, and like everything was. And not that our wedding wasn't beautiful and lovely. It's, it's it was because weddings are crazy and make everybody crazy. The stakes it changes every. It's when the stakes are high is when I panic. And that yeah. same so like the month before Heavenly Dragon was born. I was like, "What if we shouldn't have done this? What happens? Too if, late. What happens if I like? I mean, just like anything a, a you movie could possibly quote from our think favorite of. movie ever. Too late. Too late. 
<laughs> but that's exactly what, and like I mean, yeah. what if I'm going to be a bad mom? What if I mean I can't? There's what no if end it hurts to the what so ifs. bad. What if? Yeah. Well, or what? And we'll talk about this in the next episode instead of this one. But like, what if I die in childbirth? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that happens. Sure. Um, and unfortunately, it happens more in America than it does in any other developed country in the world. Yep. Not any other country in the world. Any other developed country in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> but along with that came, there was a little bit of like grieving of like the very like chill life Shane and I had together too. Sure. I was like, we're not going to be able to just like sit on the couch and watch Netflix and, nope. and do or, nothing or decide. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say that Shane and I have an action packed life, nor have we ever. We're yeah, but you just pretty can't, boring. You can't just get up and do something. Nope. And, Not and, without making, we can't just get up and go on it. We can't decide spur of the moment we want to have a date night. Yep, or go eat something. Right. It's, it, it, it's an active planning situation. Well, and if and, you don't, if you've never had a kid, then you have no idea. But I've been a nanny twice, and I know just going to anything, anywhere, even now as an, you know, we had the girls. Tiffany and I had the girls at Publix one time, or Kroger. We were up here, and they were just yapping, and they weren't talking to us or anything. They were just making noise and stuff, and I could not concentrate to get the groceries done. And I said, "Girls." You're not doing anything wrong, but I need you to like stop talking for 30 seconds. <laughs> right. You're scrambling my brains and I can't remember if I need lettuce or not. Right. <laughs> and so that's all of those things. Right. It's like, okay, did I bring an extra change of clothes? Did I, do I have diapers? Do I have food? Do I have formula? Do I have bra pads for me because my boobs are leaking? I mean, right. nobody thinks about these things. Yeah. And so you can't just get up and go, even if it's to go through the damn drive-thru at McDonald's. It's an act of Congress. Well, and God, I mean... Had we only known about coronavirus, I'm sure I would have had like a pan- like a <laughs> exactly. full on panic attack, right? Exactly. Um, and so there's that. I, I did like I did like, and that's okay. I actually think that the grieving of that is like important and good and okay because that was a special time and yeah, I'm sure that I will miss it as time goes on. But like you know, he's here now and he's pretty cool. Um, and it does get easier. And that yes. like the trips to Kroger do not become so onerous. Like they're right. they're. It's fine. You'll. It's. You know what I mean. You get the right. hang of it. Well, and I mean, and then they're then they grow out of it. And by the time you get the hang of it, it's over. <laughs> well, and we're lucky that we have like most of my like my mom's side of the family is all here. They all are like would be happy to watch him as time goes, especially yes, as time goes I'm by. Literally, you're down here. the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My mom, by the way, keeps saying every time I. Th- Think like, oh God, I'm never going to have to buy this kid a toy because between his, I was like between you and Shane's mom and Shane's dad and my mom's always like, and Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Um, I will say, so one of the things I think I was most surprised about was the amount of like negative self-talk because I think I've made it pretty clear on this podcast that I am a very you-do-you person, Yep. but apparently that doesn't apply (laughs) to myself. Um, It often doesn't. No. (laughs) Uh, so I ended up having a C-section. Um, I guess I probably anticipated going into why on this podcast, but I'm not going to do that because it's not really anybody's business. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And well, and I want to do that for the point of like it, I don't have to rationalize it or justify it to all. anyone. Nope. And so, um, and I'm sure like that of of all the things, people have lots of opinions about that. But they do. I did it, and I'm not even going to tell you whether it was elective or emergency or what it was. Right, it's not anybody's business. I mean, just to make a point. Yeah. Um, and so, but. Well, and stop making it your business. Yeah. Why is it my business how you deliver your child? Right. 
And other than your say, I'm not concerned with anything but yours and that baby's safety. I right. don't care about all the other details. Right. And it's none of my business to care about those details. Right. And I mean, and so we, I went into the hospital, we got induced. Um, and when we made the decision to have a C-section in the hospital, I I was in tears and like had to be like, because I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew what I needed to do, but making, well, I guess I'm revealing that it wasn't a choice. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an I'm emergency. Let you come to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was something that I needed to do. Um, and there were medical things involved, but it wasn't like they were rushing me into the OR. Okay. Um, but I mean, I was in tears because I felt like I was taking the easy way out. That happened to my friend, same thing. And Again, it's really nobody's business. And even my other friend had hers, her husband traveled all the time and she had her cesareans planned because it could have been very well her husband wouldn't have been even in the country for her children to be delivered. So they scheduled their, you know, when you are a business person who travels and you've got all this stuff, what if you both are business people who travel, which happens all the time? It's none of my business if you schedule your cesarean or not. Like, right. And it's none of my business if you get an epidural or not, if you're giving natural. I mean, none of these things are anybody's business but yours. But can I tell you, you're sitting there saying that, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, I need to make it clear that I didn't schedule it. By the way, I was a C-section baby. My mom scheduled it because she had a meeting. And so- And why is that? So is that does that make her less of a mother? No, and I just, I, it was funny. We no. were just driving here, and I commented on how great of a mom and grandmother Grandma. your mother is. Yeah. So she's now less because she didn't give birth to you vaginally. Well, and I've grown when it up just when you just decided to come out. That's ridiculous. I've grown up knowing that's what her choice she made, right? Yeah. And also, oh, also I was breached, so it wasn't so much. But like, but even if you weren't, even if you weren't, even if she could have very easily given birth to you a couple weeks down the road. But I grew up. I grew up with that being what happened. And also, like, my mom and I have arguably been too close at times in my life. <laughs> like, we're good. My mom is amazing and wonderful. And and that had no effect on anything other than that's how I came into the world. No, people put way more on it than I think And yet they I'm should, still sitting deserve- here yeah. with you talking, thinking, oh, I need to make it clear that I didn't just schedule it or something. Right. Because then- this Why? is so internalized in us and right. shame. Like... And it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's why. So I wanted, okay, know. here we'll take a we'll take a chance for a lot of things that are none of my business that, to risk you and your baby's health, right? Or to risk your husband not being there for it, or your partner, whoever you're, you know, whatever. Really, right? It's ridiculous, and and you do internalize it because there is so much chirping outside. Right. Unfortunately, the external chirping does help to make your internal situation worse. Well, I would tell anybody that they just needed to do what was right for them, but I right. couldn't just say that to myself in the moment, you right. know? Right. And that makes me really sad cuz you know, and luckily like um my mom was there, obviously Shane was there, my god sister Hannah was there and they all said the exact right things to me and said exactly sure. what I needed them That's to right. say. Um and so I was really lucky in that regard, but I'm sh- I am shocked at how much even and, and, even you know, me on this feminist yeah. podcast and you're um, not unique to that, those nope. ideas and nope. those feelings. So, By the way, C-section's not the easy way out. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we said before, there's tons of advice. Yep. Um, there's constant comparisons and judgment of, like, even amongst pregnant women. Oh, God, yeah. Um, 
I I followed a lot of like pregnancy social media groups on like Facebook and uh, Reddit stuff like that. Oi, and that's how we got Heavenly Dragon's name. That is how Heavenly Dragon's name came to be. Um, Oi, with people being crappy to each other yes. and and judgmental of each other and. Which we always take issue with on here. We already have a hard time yes. with that women on women type of, and then it really becomes really prevalent yeah. when a woman is pregnant. Yeah. it's. I think what it is, is once again, because women feel so, like because this is such an area rife with opportunities to feel insecure, yeah. I think women have we to just feel better than other women. Yeah. yeah. And the same is true of, of motherhood. And we, I sure. actually want to do an episode of, yeah, with some of my friends one. on that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think like, the pinnacle of it for me was I saw this woman post and she said, what is it with all these women saying they have cravings? I haven't experienced any cravings. This is just made up, right? No, it's just not yours. No, you haven't experienced it. That doesn't mean no one experiences it. Okay, so you were talking about that. My friend who is, and men have a lot, men kind of have a hard time with this sometimes, like kind of believing the pregnancy and yes. getting invested in it. My friend who's 10 months pregnant is kind of, she's like, you know, I haven't been particular, and she's been, Honestly, it's like she's not pregnant other than she's got a huge basketball under her right. dress, you know. It's strange it's almost strange because I've experienced both of your pregnancies at the same time from the outside yeah. and um she's just she's been like nothing and she's like and I'm not particularly emotional and I'm not I'm kind of still in disbelief that there's a baby in here. But I also and, so even though I experienced it differently, I still was like Nah. I'm probably pregnant, maybe. Right. <laughs> but she didn't have any of the emotion you had. Right. And hasn't, and hasn't been like, she's like, I don't know if I'll cry when the baby's born. And I'm like, well, you don't have to. Just because that's like in movies doesn't make it a thing. I didn't cry. I and, was like overwhelmed. I'm actually and surprised that you didn't. I would have de- totally been like, you know, you would have been like, oh, I saw him. You know, and I'm not making fun of you. I'm don't just you saying. Don't you think like, when I saw the test, I would have cried too, right? Yeah. Right. And you didn't act in the way we, you know. Thought, would have thought you would have. or I was you know. in the middle of intense surgery and horrified I was going to die, maybe. <laughs> and then they show me this baby who like, has this gigantic top lip that got smaller somehow. But I was like, I guess I'll love him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's sorry, the, sorry, baby. No, that's the <laughs> kind of stuff no one wants to say. Yeah, no one wants to say. Oh, I didn't immediately feel a connection to my baby. Right. Or I didn't think he was particularly cute or whatever that's well, not right. that's not not normal that's nor actually normal nobody could, just yeah. like sees no. somebody sometimes and goes oh my god it's the man of my dreams well why would you're just because you grew some baby some people do yeah. some people look at them and they're like all right i guess i'll love it yeah <laughs> this is, mean, it's too late now yes and so i said that mostly jokingly but here well, I, I mean i yeah. am like I was I was more than anything I was scared. Even yeah. when they asked me if I wanted to hold him in the OR yeah, as they wheeled me to the recovery room, I was scared that I would like drop him or something, right, right? right? They ended up they were like, "Well, we'll carry him." And I was like, "Can't Shane do it?" And they wouldn't let him, and so I ended up doing it. But yeah. like um I mean, mostly like I couldn't see him because Shane was holding him. I could I can't, some of couldn't see him. I could barely touch you're him. Cuz you're a mom. Yeah. yeah. And like and the first time I saw him with the lip, I saw him from below and like so all i could see was his giant upper lip and so <laughs> um i'm making it sound like he's like he's not deformed, deformed. he's, he's fine. fine um he went through surgery too yeah like we were both in surgery that's right and it was scary yes. um and during cesareans which i've been present for you know the baby like knows it's in danger yeah and it actually the babies will go up toward the rib cage to escape the incision and it's hard to get them out. 
I mean, so yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, it's 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 like it's it's a good it's a fair amount of trauma too. It's a it's a blast. It's it's a, it's a blast, <laughs> and it's still surgery. Yes. Um, they're also like, and of course, like you know, probably people would expect this. There's all kinds of trendy bullshit going on, and like <laughs> people have very serious expectations about participation in those things. And Shane and I didn't really do any of that. Um, we did like document telling most of our parents. Unfortunately, we didn't get his mom, which makes me really sad. But because um, we told her over uh, FaceTime. Um, but I, I was able, I actually got to record a video of my dad finding out, which makes me really, I'm so glad I have that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't have like anything fancy, like revealing his name. We didn't have a gender reveal, which is such a big deal right now. And I have like, well, no his judgment. name is Heavenly Dragon. <laughs> Here's the grand reveal. <laughs> well, that is, that's not truly his legal name, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call him that until I die. <laughs> kind of like church festival. There we go. Kelly's baby is church festival. Church festival. Um, so, yeah. And so, like, you know, people should do what makes them happy. That wasn't our deal. But, like, Yeah, it boy, doesn't have to be your thing. With the nursery, like, postings and, like, there's just all of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, his nursery, he doesn't sleep in his nursery. He sleeps in our room for now. And so his nursery still isn't put together. <laughs> Like the necessities are in there and the furniture set up and all that stuff. It isn't decorated and like I would not be proud to like show you a photo of it because it's not decorated. But, <laughs> so, but why wouldn't you be proud to show it? It's just an it's just serving a, punk, a function. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but I right? mean, like but I'm that's not. The thing. I'm not excited to post it on yeah, okay. social media yeah, for everyone to function- gawk at. I'm a functional person, so I'm like, man, eh, whatever. Right. Well, yeah. Shane was Shane keeps telling people the nursery's done, and I'm like. Mm. Okay, well, Shane. I guess that we're his means opinion a couple on of, things are very different. It's than, done in that, like, if he needed to sleep in there tonight, he could. He could. Yeah, it's functional. Um, it is. It is not decorated. And I guess done means different things to different people. Um, <laughs> he means there's furniture. In it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it definitely brought Shane and I closer together, which is lovely. Which is good. Um, other people, including Shane, who is the worst, felt a lot. I feel like a lot of rights to tell you what to do he when was you're so pregnant. Much more exhausting than you actually. <laughs> When you're like, well, I got a Shane with the cheese or whatever. I was like, do you, I mean, do you remember the face I gave you when it was like, and I was like, what are you asking right now? <laughs> I'm like, well, Shane said whatever. And I'm like, no, that cheese is pasteurized. Once it's heated, it's done. Yeah, it's fine. It's essentially pasteurized. You're fine. It's, it's fine. fine. You just don't eat like blue cheese and feta. You're fine. Right. It's fine. Unless they're pasteurized, it's, which some of them are. It's all good. It's all good. But like... Oi, with like you know, him telling me what to eat. They're really worried about it, and you know the countryside of Peru, <laughs> if cheese is pasteurized, like you get what right. I, like, yeah, God help. Okay. Well, and I even like also he was like, like superfood Nazi. He was superfood Nazi. Even last night. So like a lot of times before these episodes, I'll like kind of go over them with Shane just to like talk it through with someone. And even last night, he was like, "Well, I mean, I didn't have a right to tell you what to put in your body, but I had a right to voice my concerns about it." Mm. Well, you sh- you certainly did, whether you had the right to or not. <laughs> I said you're exhausting, and I was like, "Yeah, but I didn't listen." He was like, "Yeah, it's true." <laughs> oh gosh, love his heart. Mm-hmm. But there's actually like, so I didn't experience any of this, but there's cases I've read so many articles about women like going to Starbucks and being denied coffee. I've got a great one about this. Oh, let's hear it. So, so social regulation on what you should be eating, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you know you're mentioning like. How people feel like, you know, pregnant women are like somehow the community's problem, like yeah. your property of yes. me, because 
the, just yesterday, Suzanne walked into to a restaurant. I won't say which one. And all these people were like grinning at her, you know, and just smiling. And I mean, I'm, she she looks amazing, and it's very clear she's very pregnant. Yeah, because she is so tiny. But it, it was it weirded her out, and like this one guy just kept staring at her, and then some construction worker, and I don't think it was the same time, but he actually touched her belly. Yeah, that happens. That didn't happen to me, luckily, but yeah, that happened. In in what world do we just go touching people's abdomens? Well, is what I'd like to know. That's still yeah. that's still your abdomen. If somebody touches my abdomen, I mean it's that's like sexual assault. I mean, like you're getting close. I mean, I don't yeah. think it is, but like you know, I mean, you know, you're assaulting. You're that's a very intimate type of thing. Is it the very so least rude? Because you've got a <laughs> Your abdomen is pretty, uh, an abdomen's off limits to it's be touched. In, it's in what one might call the diamond zone. That's correct. <laughs> and it shouldn't be touched by you. It should not. So because you're growing a child means you have carte blanche to Your start public property. Touching. Yeah. That's, I think that a lot of people feel that way. And Yes. And like you said, no. And now, so drinking while pregnant is a thing. I've, it's become a thing. And like my friend who was in, she recently at, you know, almost 40 was, gave birth to her second child and she had had like a beer and she was like in her, I mean, she was literally due and people were like talking to her and judging her. And she's like, look, you know, mind your business. This kid's my problem. I got healthcare. Like, yeah. You know, what's hilarious is, so I was talking to a friend about it. And where I might, I might not be comfortable with it. It's not. Me or my problem. I didn't. And you're not right. And you're I also. I don't. I'm not watching you take shots of Jaeger. Right. I. I would have loved to have had a glass of white Zin there at the end, <laughs> but I just like I felt weird about it, so I just sure. didn't because I figured I'd better safe than sorry. Yeah. But the funny thing is, having a glass of wine in your third trimester, by it's all accounts, not going to do anything. I mean, my doctor said none, and so I went with none. But is it so? Whether it but, is or isn't, though, is it my business? No. But what's funny is, I was talking to a friend about it, and she was like, "Yeah, I had one." In my third trimester at a restaurant, like she just had one glass, and she said she felt so self conscious about it. Yes, but like in your first trimester, when it actually yeah, that's could when be you're going to give problematic, your kid fetal alcohol syndrome. Nobody, Other than that, but well, nobody would even notice, right? Do you know how many people drink not knowing they're pregnant? Right. In the first trimester, right? My friend did. She was slugging back wine, and then like a week later, she's like, "Well, that's I've just killed my child." Well, yeah, because there's this whole period of like, time. If even if you're trying, there's a period of time when she you don't wasn't. Know. She was pregnant. She didn't know, and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm pretty sure I gave my kid fetal alcohol syndrome." Right. And I'm like, "I think you'll be fine," but oh my god, we did drink a lot of wine. <laughs> By the way, is it too much information to share that I'm pretty sure I got pregnant the weekend Karamo shared our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. Also, the finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I consider Karamo Heavenly Dragon's fairy godfather. He is. And Amelia Clark. He should be everybody's fairy godfather. <laughs> he, I FYI. wish he was mine, yeah. yeah. Um, and okay, so, so that's kind of the emotional gamut that you run through. Well, on a serious note um, on that one, there was a woman, and we can post the article about this. There was a woman who got shot by another woman. They were in a fight, and the baby died because she was shot. And the woman who was shot, the one carrying the child, yep. she was put away for manslaughter. Correct. Which I, that one's something I, I like, don't. I can't even with that. I don't at all get. Okay. So. So um, there's some fun physical things that I didn't expect. I'll go through these a little faster because this is where I could really get upset. Um, hormone swings. That's, that's, I mean, I guess I knew that was coming. 
I had no idea the extent to which they would come. Um, <laughs> like being mean to Mitch. I don't know if I expected that. Um, I, I, I <laughs> We watched the finale of um, Stranger Things. And like the end was very heart wrenching, and I made noises that I didn't know that humans could make. <laughs> like it was like a high pitched squeal. <laughs> it was something special. Um, I had <laughs> while we were uh, while I was pregnant, I had like an anterior placenta. Have you guys ever heard of that one? No. Okay, so that's it's actually fairly common, but nobody talks about it. It's where the placenta um, was in the front instead of the back, so it was like where my belly is. So basically, I had a cushion between me and where I could feel the baby. Yeah. And so for a long time, I could not feel him, which was bugging you and making you nervous. It I made remember me very nervous. we talked about that. Yeah. Um, and like this actually happens fairly frequently, yeah. but um, it added to my anxiety quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He was fine in there the whole time. But um, here's something you don't, not everybody knows you can't lay on your back after like your second trimester. That's been a problem for Suzanne. She sleeps like a corpse, apparently, and so it's been really a bit tough for her to sleep on her side. It ain't cool. Yeah. It ain't cool. I'll just say <laughs> I'm that. a side sleeper, so. Uh, I mean, I did both before, but even right. if you are a side sleeper, Every now- Every you need a rest on your back. Well, and now right. all of a sudden you cannot. It's because there's this vein that goes down the middle of your body, and it can like cut off right. blood. Yeah. If your uterus with the bowling ball inside it is laying on it too hard. Yeah. Um, just like sheer exhaustion uh, and like lack of sleep, like I said, like there's because about your discomfort. 80. You're uncomfortable. You have to get up to pee all the time, and like, yeah, it's just terrible. Um, round ligament pain. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Um, so that's that one, and symphysis pubis dysfunction. I had both of those. Also, lightning crotch. These are that, all fun, different. I really enjoy lightning crotch. Yeah, that's where it feels like there's a bolt of lightning going down to your vagina, but nobody <laughs> knows why. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> Symphys pubis dysfunction is where like your downstairs is widening itself so that someone can come through it. That's fun. Can I just say that it? Lightning crotch sounds like something people would pay a lot of money for. I, I agree. I totally agree. And all the Mitch fans say, amen. <laughs> um, round ligament pain is where your uterus is growing and just like making room. So all of that was awesome. I really sounds enjoyed magical. it all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole, like, especially in the first trimester, like I would get dizzy and like almost pass out. That was fun. Quite a bit. Um Got a pro tip from Katrina, so if anybody's going through that, take a little swig of Coke. Yep. That helps. But I was in a wedding, and uh, and also at uh, my niece's- uh, don't, don't lock your knees. Make sure you have a sip of Coke. I'm just saying, all of these things do work. Yeah. And my niece's christening, I almost passed out and had to like bolt to the bathroom like as they were like closing it out. I was like, oh, thank God. Because um, I was about to like conk out there in that Catholic church. Um, pregnancy brain. This one um, might be my favorite. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. I would often just like be in the middle of a conversation and forget entirely what I was in the middle of saying. Yeah, but the uh, second part is my favorite part. <laughs> I locked myself in our garage, and <laughs> this is my. This is truly. <laughs> this is the most magical thing I've ever heard. Shane, yeah, I left my keys in the house and locked the door to the garage, like the interior door, on my way out. And then that was all. And luckily, I had my phone because I had to call Shane to come home from work to, to fix it. But um, I would have been fine. I had my lunch with me, too, that I was taking to work. So and I could have had a nice day. You but could open the garage door with the little button. I could, like, but then what? I, I know, but like 
walk to work. I no, could have like, an Uber. You weren't stuck. Like you weren't as stuck as I think you thought you were. Like right. it wasn't, <laughs> right. wasn't a cavern in the middle of <laughs> right. nowhere, right? Right. You know? But I just kind of like right. when you're like on your way to work and then suddenly you're not. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So there was that. Um so that was that happened a lot. That happened a lot a lot. Um I also got acne, especially in the first trimester, and, which and for you who has perfect skin. Perfect skin. It's never insane. really had much acne my whole life. Um, I had to oh. do a 24-hour urinalysis. Fun. That's fun. That's where you get to pee in a jug at home to make sure you don't have enough protein in your too much protein in your pee. Also, I had to pee every time at the doctor's office. That's something I didn't know. Of course, that's. I mean, I guess that's. Can we also routine, t- every time you went to the doctor's office and had to get a pelvic exam throughout your pregnancy? So that didn't happen that as, much. That happened though. Yeah. But also, like, if you're having to do one every time, then you should read about Evelyn Yang because that's <laughs> not normal. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, so Andrew Yang, the guy who was running for president, his wife was talking about how she was assaulted by her OBGYN, yeah. um, who basically it'll start happening when you're usually at the end. Yes. But um, yeah, if that's happening more. Yeah, often it's not really not. throughout, but it's at the end when you're as just about as comfortable as you could possibly be in your pregnancy. They're going all the way elbow deep. But I was very like, it, I was so upset when I read that article about what happened to her because yeah, it was her first pregnancy. You how don't would, know how would anything. You, know? Yeah. you don't know what's normal, what's not, and like you might even think like, well, I want them to be better safe than sorry, right? Right, um, and. Even for me, like when you go to the doctor's office, I, I never, I actually, I mean, I liked all of our doctors and everything. Um, we saw like a different one every time, kind of. Uh, but you still get like contradictory information from different people, mm-hmm. from the internet versus. It's so much information. It's, it's a too lot. too much for one person to be able to, to absorb. Well, and at our first visit, I remember the nurse practitioner told us, okay, protein, 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 like prioritize that when you're eating. That's what you should be getting the most of. And then they hand me a pamphlet and they were like, check this out. And it's like, it was like, here, this will have more dietary information for you. Mm -hmm. Then I go visit the website and it says uh, that I could have five ounces of protein a day. That's that's nothing. That was the goal. It's less than a filet. Just saying. Most fillets are at least eight ounces. What am I supposed to take away from that? Garbage. Right. Just eat whatever. That's that's so so that seems like one small little isolated thing. Basically, that's what all of pregnancy feels like. Yeah. It's contradictory it's like information. The the doctor's office person and the information they give me are not the same thing. What do I do to keep my baby he- well, healthy? I think and safe, it just you know? proves that after all these centuries, we still have no idea. We don't have an idea, and we can't because every single pregnancy is different. Every single person's different. We're all so different. There is no way to right just categorically say this will be it. Yeah. Because it's it's that's just like why those three of us don't look anything alike. Right. It's the same idea. And so that's why. And so that's why there's so much contradictory information because what may be true to me is not true to you. Yeah. And we may have two totally and I may need more protein and you may need more whatever. And you know, that's just yeah. kind of the way our bodies are. You know, we're all so different. Well and it's such a like once again, I think the Part of the problem is like this is a very everyday thing for them, right? Like this yes. is everyone it's in our office. Like it's not this isn't special. It's like, and to me, it was both special and scary, right? Yeah. And so like everything is once again very high stakes. And so when I'm talking to the doctor, this was my one negative doctor experience, but like talking to the doctor early on about like being concerned about passing out and stuff, mm-hmm. because I was worried about like you know being a distraction in my friend's wedding, but I was also worried about what could happen to the baby if I passed out. Right. 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 And so having her like stare back at me and like give me less information than you did about helpful things to do. <laughs> yeah. She was like, well, you know, drink water. Yeah. 
That was that was what she told me basically. And don't lock your knees. Yeah. Um. Basically, what like. Yeah, and I was like the little sip. Of, tell me <laughs> the little sip of Coke. The caffeine will not hurt your baby, but it will right. help you from keeping having a vasovagal reaction. It's not that hard to have a nice person conversation no. <laughs> with somebody who's concerned. No, and basically, she looked at me, and it was as if this wasn't a thing that women experience. But Kelly, in fact, the first time when when she got pregnant, that's how she knew is because she passed out at work. Yeah, and she and doesn't like, just pass out. Right. It's a thing. Like, right. that's a thing. And the doctor looking at me like I was an alien. Well, all your blood vessels are doing something weird because it's they're trying to grow a child. So. Well, it's it would have been like if I was saying to her, um, like, well, there's an orange patch of skin on my ankle. Like, that's pregnancy, right? Like, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my eyes are a different color now. That means that's something, <laughs> that's right? <laughs> um and, and I also, so when I called to get, there, there's this test early on that can tell you if there's any major issues with the baby it's mm-hmm. about 10 weeks um along it also tells you the gender of the baby if you want to know um and if you want to pay like a little extra and so i called back i was of course wanting to know the gender but of course because it was me and i was in panic mode way more concerned about like if there were problems and stuff so the doctor's office calls i missed the call because i was actually sick at home that day and so i was asleep and so i of course immediately of course they call when i'm of course, sleep. Of <laughs> so I immediately called them back. Um, they didn't answer, or, or no, no. The nurse answers, right? And uh, I tell her what I'm calling about. And she says, "Oh, so you just couldn't get to the phone?" Hmm. So here I am, like dying for my test results. Rude. Yes. <laughs> and and like, right? People actually don't answer phone calls a lot, especially yeah, if it's a number I don't know. That's, and that's super rude. That's yeah. like. Mm-mm. Yeah. So anyway, there was things like that. So warm and um, fuzzy. Great yeah. bedside manner. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, just what I needed to hear when I'm trying to find out if my kid's going to have a major issue. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, like, I mean, I think women, we should do a whole episode about how like women aren't taken as seriously sure. with medical stuff. But yeah. um, the other and like the last thing I guess I'll say that I didn't expect and it's super weird, but... You know, when you have like a stomach ache or something, that's something that you've learned your whole life how mm-hmm. to like Deal with. describe to people and handle and stuff. Um, it was a really interesting experience to like not understand what was going on in my own body and like little things I would feel inside. Like, I don't know if that's just nothing or if that's something important. Right. And not being able to like really explain them well. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's the first time you're feeling something, right? Right. Is that a baby kick or is that a problem or is that it took me forever to figure out what his hiccups were? Yeah, and then by the time I figured it, I'll, I felt them in a very weird area of my body that we don't have to go into, but um. <laughs> we can all imagine. <laughs> um, like that took me a while, and that's yeah. because I'd never been pregnant before. Right, and so once again, when the stakes are super high and you're trying to figure out how to explain what's going on because you're also trying to pay close attention to everything, that's. Yeah, a lot. Anyway, I didn't get nearly as angry as I, was I just wish gonna I say, had. So, in the very Ren way, not being pregnant, <laughs> of course you didn't have a Lewis Black style brand. I know. Of course you didn't, because you're just not that person. <laughs> you wouldn't have even done it in full throes of pregnancy, to be honest with you. You're I about also, as chippy as you've ever been. But yeah, I also your chippy is like my, you know. <laughs> Friday night. I did I did get lucky because I think so my stomach didn't actually get that big. Like it was there, but like not until the very end I don't feel like was it like super noticeable. Um maybe I mean do would you agree with that? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, when you like really started, sh- I don't think this is really mostly unique to you, though. I yeah. found that it's like you're, it's like, hey, okay, yeah, you're pregnant. Until then, you're like, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my God, you're so pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so you had that, but I, I do find that with a lot of especially ladies. first time like, yeah yeah but i feel like people didn't do a lot of like rubbing my tummy or being obnoxious about stuff because of that so i think i was kind of spared i think yeah. i was kind of spared that mm-hmm. um or maybe i would have had some more lewis black moments <laughs> to be angry about but i mean all in all it was really scary and i mean not something that i'm like gunning to do again <laughs> right now <laughs> Yeah. You know, I feel... Well, and you don't have to if you don't want to. Well, here's the other thing is like, you know, I feel so very lucky we had like a pretty easy pregnancy and, and have a healthy little man and stuff. And it, it kind of, you feel like a dick complaining about any of it because there's so many people who would like to be pregnant, right? Right. right. Or who are pregnant and have a terrible time. You but know? that doesn't... So I do, I get that, but I also don't think that you should be punished in your joy. I think you should be allowed your joy. That your joy doesn't make my I mean some people can and that that's about them. You yeah. know, I'm a big I'm I'm in charge of my actions and you know my reactions to your actions, but yeah. you're not in charge of my feelings on that. Yeah. And so it's not fair for me to take away your joy because it's something I'll never experience. Yeah. And I do take issue with that. I do get that it can be hard. But Quite frankly, then go home and cry about it in your shower and let that person have their joy. Yeah. I mean, and and talk about why you may be having a hard time feeling yeah. completely happy for somebody. They'll probably understand. Yeah. You know, if you and I had that thing and you were really happy, I'd say for you, I'm really happy for you and I'm really sad for me. Yeah. And I don't want you to not be happy. And those things don't have to contradict each other. That's right. And so I, you're not a dick because you're being happy. Yeah. No. I'm a dick if I don't let you be happy. And even if oh, it is hard for Mitch me. Oh, that makes Mitch smile. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, it's, you know, th- yeah. that's, I get it. I get why you're sad, but that don't take away someone's joy. We have, sometimes we have a hard time finding the joy. Don't take it from somebody when they find it. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, it's very, like I said, it's hard to find it. Let's let them have their moment. I do want to end on a slightly positive note. I mean, I think the whole thing's been slightly positive, right? Yeah, much more than, you know. Uh, Anticipated. Um, But I did, uh, a friend of mine referred me to this article. Basically, Duke did this study, and it turns out pregnancy is the, quote, longest duration, highest energy expenditure thing that humans can do. Mm Since mothers probably aren't surprised by this. Basically, (laughs) that's basically the limit of human endurance is being pregnant. Sure. So... Yep, all you marathon runners. Well, unless you've given birth, you ain't got nothing on this woman. That's right. <laughs> so that's that. And well, uh, good. Well, your candor, I think, is appreciated, and I think not. I think having these conversations and talking about where you're not 100 percent comfortable and where you're scared and all of that is really helpful because yeah. you're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. Perfect isn't attainable, and so if you get rid of that right now and know. Some of your feelings might not be what some there are. You know, it's okay. These yeah. things are okay. And you're going to be uncomfortable. Your body's changing significantly to accommodate. And, yeah. You well, know. I think being more honest about this stuff would mean like not glorifying it and not coming across as obnoxious. But also like this is just a human thing that people go through all the time. And, and also maybe a reason why having unlimited babies as some... Right. 
people at certain conventions would like us to do. <laughs> um, I would reference you to an earlier episode for that one. Um, it's magic. It's not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Mitch, during your two pregnancies... Oh yeah, Mitch's manly insights. We haven't had Mitch's manly insights in so long. Well, I don't have a lot on this one. I think Katrina talked enough for both of us, considering she started the episode (laughs) off saying Mitch and I are going to be real quiet on this episode because we don't have anything to say. I also thought Rin was just going to go on this like diatribe of like diarrhea of the mouth, and she was really quite with it. So the thing that we can take away from this is that podcasts are a lot like pregnancy, and they're different for everyone. <laughs> they certainly are. Aren't they? And they're not mean? for everyone. They are certainly not for everyone. <laughs> I love it. Are you going to be this quiet during the one on postpartum? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's important. I thought you were going to be way more like spicy and stuff. No, I, I, I'm still just... trying to get used to nice Ren again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been, he was braced for 10 months. Like he literally actively sat bracing himself. And so now he's just terrified to Aww. step a toe out of his lane and get murdered again. Are you happy that I'm back or disappointed? Yeah, no, I'm glad that you guys are back. But no, I, no, I'm like, no, like that her, ha- nice for Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, it was good for ratings. But uh, <laughs> as far as the overall message here goes, I, I agree that like stop, everything is different for everybody. So I, I think that's where we, like Katrina mentioned, this is how it happens in movies and you it you talked about your expectations and and the things that you were expecting and all that stuff and then they don't happen and you have to you sit there and you wonder wait am i doing this right is this the way that it's supposed to be am i even pregnant the right way like you, you know you have all these questions and i think that just comes from us setting those expectations as a society through our media and like oh it's so magical in the in the movies but i mean you know, some people have ugly kids. and That's I, true. And I think that people need to accept that their kids but are ugly. I, I, I got to tell you, from a non-kid person, most of your kids are ugly. Yeah, most of them are. They really are. Sure. And no offense, but it's fine. You can love them. And you can, I love them. They're just not cute. Ren, yours is not. And I mean that because you know I would tell you. I know you would. Don't you think he looks a little bit like Winston Churchill, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll give you that. In the best way possible. Especially when he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. Like, that really brings it that's, out. That, we, <laughs> that's the mom. When you put that cigar in his mouth and live it. That's the mom like, shaming that was, episode. That was Relax. Awesome. <laughs> uh, really oh, bought it then. What if there were like pacifiers that had cigars on That'd the be amazing. Of them? I think someone's missing an opportunity here. Yes, I think so. Mitch <laughs> invented. All right. Well, Thank you, Mitchie. And Ren, thank you for sharing your magical experience because it really is. It's the miracle of life. <laughs> and it's not always a miracle. That I'm not <laughs> right. I'm not magical. It's really cool that certain people go through this experience mm-hmm. where our bodies push a thing out. Yeah. That doesn't make you any better or worse or anything than anybody else. No, it, it means you've just contributed to society in a it's just the world spinning around way. yep absolutely so um i guess find us on facebook and instagram that other f word pod and we are at that other f word you can email us and send us some suggestions or topics you want to hear us talk about <laughs> i will send the that other f word pod on instagram again because that's how tired <laughs> i am <laughs> all right well then you know where to find us and we're so glad to be back thanks guys for giving us our little uh, maternity and paternity leave here thank and god the tagline's up here so tag- i can remember to tell you that's exactly it remember guys feminism, feminism isn't, isn't a, a bad word, word. 
got my text about the Xanax and rum in the, in the bottle, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs>